is it funny that like the podcast hasn't even started? I'm like, and I lost my place. I'm <laughs> doing great so far. Okay. <laughs> All right, go. Sorry. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for our ninth ep- episode of the Spooky Stoners podcast. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Dina. I'm getting, I need to mix this up a little bit. Um, on this podcast, we talk about all that witchy and spooky shit that we know you love. Crystals and spells, we got it. True crime and ghosts, we got it. And we do this all while smoking a little Mary J. Um, just to make it more interesting. So. I normally ask what we're smoking, but like. I mean, I just have one thing to say to you, really, and that is, hi, Barbie. Yes. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay. So when did you see the movie? I saw it Friday when it first came out. Oh, okay. Of course. And I went in all pink with my sister and everyone else there was in all pink and it was such a bonding experience and it was so beautiful. And I also, there was actually too much Ryan Gosling in that movie for me. Eh. No, I think it was. No, I think for me it was, I was like, all right, I'm bored of Ryan Gosling. I want to get back to Barbie. (laughs) (laughs) Well, for a minute there, I was like. Is that really his abs? Because it kind of looked weird for a minute there. No, I, I'm also really glad that this comes out like two weeks later. Yeah. So we can totally talk about Barbie all we want now. Yeah. Because by the time anyone hears it, everyone should have seen it already. It's kind of an assignment, I feel like, as a woman. Yeah. And as a human. I think men should see it too. And they should all be Kenna. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'll be Alan. You'll be Alan. No, I said all, all the guys be Alan. Yeah. He, like, totally Alan. supported the Barbies. Oh, yeah. Alan was great. He was like, no, there's no place for me in Ken World either. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I can't it. deal with this. I, no, but it was a blast. And it's my favorite movie now. It's definitely my favorite movie because because it was just so unexpected. I thought it'd be, like, kind of like Barbie in the Dreamhouse. Yeah, I thought Barbie. it was going to be a little sillier than it was. And it was not very silly. It was very, like, you know what sucks? The patriarchy. And I was like, you know what? That does suck, Barbie. <laughs> yeah, like 40% of the movie I was laughing. 40% yeah. and then the other 40% was like me like crying. Yeah. It was like 50-50 Oh my gosh. When she went off on her little spiel, America Ferreira. Oh. When she was talking to Weird Barbie, who also an icon. Weird yeah. Barbie. Like, Weird I, Barbie. We all had Weird Barbie. Yes. I As soon as she appeared, I was like, oh, I had Weird Barbie. We all had Weird Barbie. That was my favorite thing. Weird Barbie. Yeah, and they normally, uh, I forgot what's her name, who played Weird Barbie, but, like, normally when she, um, I know, like, all the movies she's been in. Yeah. And she's from, like, Saturday Night Live, and is it Kate something? I don't know. Oh, well, we'll figure that out Anyway, but at first, like, she's a little bit over the top. Yeah. In the other stuff that she's been in, and this is just... Just right. Yeah, she was perfect amount of weird. Because she was also, like, the guide. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she was the guide. She was the guardian angel of yeah. Barbie. Well, yeah, and oh my gosh. Midge. The Midge. pregnant Barbie. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, oh, it was so great. It was so fun. I it had was. a blast. But, yeah, when uh, America Fiera, she went um, on that little rant, I started yeah. Right. I teared up a little bit because I was like, oh my God, America Ferreira, you didn't have to cover me like this right now. Yeah. Because she was like, you know what sucks? Being a woman. I was yeah. Like, you know what does women. suck? All the women. And I like, it, I cried like Tony Stark just died, cried. 
And I was trying to hold it in because, like, my daughter was there. My sister was there. Yeah. Like, her daughter was there. Her husband was there. And I was like, we're in public. You cannot cry this hard. <laughs> so I made a promise to myself that as soon as it's on a streaming platform, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to have some chocolate. Yep. I'm going to have my tissues. And I'm just going to cry throughout the whole movie. Yeah. Because it wasn't only that, like, speech. It was also um, the whole uh, mother-daughter teenager thing. Yeah. And I have one of those teenagers, and I yeah. was just like, so. And for some reason, like, the uh, the part with Barbie was just, like, seeing life at the very beginning. And she looked at the woman next to her and said, you, you know, know who that is? Who? The woman when she looks at. Who? That's the little girl who Barbie was based off of. That's Barbie's, the Barbie inventor's daughter, Barbara. Oh, that was Barbara? That was Barbara. Oh. And she looks at her and she says, you're beautiful. <laughs> And she goes, I know it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, Dina. That was so my grandmother right there. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Like, I'd be like, Dina, you are so cool. And she'd go, I know. And then she's like, walk off. And I'd be like, bitch, take a compliment. But, like, also, like, yeah, she was act very... surprised that I'm complimenting. Oh, my gosh. No, my grandmother was very full of herself. It was fine. <laughs> but, yeah, I, like, started tearing up during that. It was, a, like, the whole movie. The whole movie. I was like, it was a hot mess. Oh, my gosh. And in the beginning, when they're in Barbie land... And it's like, everything in the real world is great because we've empowered women. Yeah. So everything in the real world is perfect. And, like, my sister and I were sitting there like, mm -hmm. and then she goes to the real world. And, uh. I feel so bad for Barbie. I felt, she, so, I felt so bad for her. She was so optimistic. And that's what, but that's also, like, what the world does mm -hmm. to us. Because yeah. we come out and we're like, hey, look at that. There's, like, butterflies and ice cream here as children. Yeah. And then the world is like, and taxes, fuck you. <laughs> and you're like, wait, no, I can't just play with the butterflies and eat ice cream. And they're like, nope, you sure can't. You got to get a job. Got to get a job. <laughs> and then society in general is like, and you have to get married and you have to have yeah. babies and you have to go to school, but you also have to. Yeah. It was and don't don't that cry was, in public. That was the whole yeah. rant. Yeah. Oh my gosh, and it's I think so like good. I was partially really emotional because I have so much on me with the car wreck and selling a house, buying a house, you know, and um, being a woman and being in general. a woman, yeah. Um, and so it hit hard. Like yeah. I, uh, I hope America Ferrera gets like an Oscar. Okay, and also my sister didn't catch it, but did you catch at the end when they're talking to the dad and trying to like teach him Spanish phrases? Mm -hmm. And he says, "What about si se puede?" From Gotta Kick It Up. Oh. America Ferrera's Disney Channel movie that she was in like 20-something years ago. I, I want to say it might have been 30 years ago. I but did like, not get that. That was their little chant that they did. She said, what? And she goes, no, we're not saying that. That's <laughs> funny. But I was like, oh my god! That was a little Easter egg for like really diehard fans. Yeah. Weird that, fans. That, I thought she started, you know, Ugly Betty. Like, no, I no, thought that's she where was, she started. She was in a Disney Channel original movie in the early 2000s called Gotta Kick It Up about a middle school cheerleading team. I know all the plot because I watched it after I watched Barbie because mm -hmm. I had to show my sister. I was like, see, that's what they're talking about. You have to watch the whole movie now. <laughs> yes. Duh. The whole movie. The whole thing. Just the Yeah, movie. you're not going to get the reference unless you watch this two-hour movie. Sorry, not sorry. She was fine. She watched it and fell asleep. Um, she, okay, she'll never listen to this. I love her so much, but she is so, like, I joke that I'm a little old lady. She's my older sister if I'm a little old lady. Mm-hmm. Because she, like, while I was there, we went one morning and we had brunch. 
And then we went back to her apartment and she said, I really need a nap. And I said, well, I'm going to go run around. And so I went and ran around Tampa for like three hours while she napped. And then we went to Bush Gardens for the evening. But I was giggling. I was like, you're nine years younger than me and you need a nap. That's adorable. Like you're, you are really a little old lady. Yeah. Like she, she's just, she's ancient. Did she drink at brunch? No. She didn't drink at all when so I, I was there. I used to take naps after brunch, but that's because I had, like, two bottles of champagne. No, no. We walked we walked around downtown for a minute. I got ice cream after brunch. And then she was like, I'm in Boston. <laughs> I was like, okay, me mom. <laughs> <laughs> so it is, it's funny because it's like hanging out with my grandmother again. Yeah. Like, oh, g needs a nap. Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to chill. Yeah. But we blasted Barbie. Barbie was amazing. Yeah. Barbie Def- was like... Go see it if you haven't seen it. I I would even like go on onto a limb to say that it will probably win quite a few awards this year. If at least best director, if nothing else. Yeah. That's the one I was leaning towards. Or uh, best screenwrite. Yeah, something. Costume design. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I want all of those clothes. When Ken was throwing her clothes out. Yes. And, like, it was pausing, and it was, like, vintage. Yeah. 1970. <laughs> Li- uh, limited edition, whatever. I loved Ken, and I loved I loved all of the Kens, too. Mm-hmm. Like, that was what I thought was pretty cool, was there were so many different, so many different Barbies and Kens. Yeah, I was like, that was such a good job of them. I also like the idea that there's different Barbies for one job. So the president Barbie wasn't the astronaut Barbie. Yeah. Because that's a lot to handle as a Barbie. Yeah. Well, she got to, like, that's stressful for her. Yeah. <laughs> I love the mermaid Barbies. Oh, my gosh. John Cena. <laughs> oh, my gosh. John Cena mermaid Barbie. That was, it was just, that was a great movie. I am really excited to go see it again. Actually, I was talking to a friend of ours on the way over, and I asked her if she had seen it, and she said no. And I was like, I'll go see it with you again. I'll go see it again. In theaters. I don't care. Yeah. Great. I'd totally do it again. Yeah. Especially with a group of girls. Because I was like right next to my daughter. So I was trying to hold it together. My nails are already done for Barbie. Like <laughs> I will go today. I, I It does feel weird having Barbie nails in my regular life though. Yeah. Like not at Barbie. Like when I'm working and I look at my Barbie nails. I'm like oh this looks silly. Because I'm not a Barbie girl. <laughs> this is very pink. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I, this is the most pink that I've worn. Ever, <laughs> I think, with this and then the shirt that I wore. Yeah, every time I think pink, though, I remember my room when I was a kid, and it was like Pepto Bismo pink. Yeah, and so every time someone's like pink, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I don't know. It's just loud to me, and I'm already loud enough. <laughs> like, I don't need, I don't need extra color to also draw attention to me because I'm obnoxious. Yeah, but that's okay. Yeah. I'm also delightful. You are delightful. Speaking of things that are both obnoxious and delightful, let's talk about deities. Yay! Like like Barbie in that, the beginning of the Barbie movie. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I was like. <laughs> it was. No, dude, it was frame for frame. 2001 A Space Odyssey. I saw it on TikTok. They played them like side by side. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. Yeah. But like, I remember it started. And I could hear, what's her code name? The younger Charlie. One? Charlie. I forgot her code name. I think I might have said my older daughter's name, though. Um, anyway. Um, Charlie. 
I remember that scene was coming up and she was just like, what's this? <laughs> like, I think she thought the whole Barbie movie was going to be that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, okay. One more thing about Barbie and then I will move on. I promise. But I also really loved the narrator person. Mm-hmm. Um, and when Margot Robbie was on the ground and she was like, I just feel terrible and ugly and gross. And the narrator pauses it and she's like, just, just let me say, this was not the right casting choice for this moment. Yes. <laughs> Margaret Robbie never looks gross. Yes. <laughs> and I, well, and even when she said that, I was like, yeah, she's so pretty. I mean, she's yeah. not wearing makeup yeah. in that film right. or in that scene, but like, but it was just so funny. Cause I love that the, the director, the narrator, narrator kind of acknowledged. She was like, we understand this looks stupid. Okay. It's like when they used to cast all those beautiful girls as, like, the weird girl in high school. Mm-hmm. And I was like, as the actual weird girl, they should not have so much product in their hair. Yeah, there right? There should be frizz. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had frizz, and I was weird. And that's how it should be. Like, if they have a hair and makeup like team, Like, Diary before. Yeah. Well, and there was a Cinderella story. Like, which one? Uh, the one with Hilary Duff and Chad Mel- Michael oh, Murray. I didn't see that one. What? What? It was so you don't know the sickest burn of all time? And waiting for you is like waiting for rain in this drought. Oh, Useless I've heard the song. Disappointing. disappointing. I've heard the song. No, that's the sickest burn of all time. She says that to the guy. Because he's like, I just got to figure myself out. And she's like, waiting for you is like waiting for rain in this drought. Useless and disappointing. And then walks off. And yeah. I'm like, oh my God. Got him. Is that the, and like, then they make out at the end, of course. Because, you know. Who looked and Chad Michael Murray. And Disney. I don't even know if that one was Disney. Oh. If it was Hilary Duff, it had to be Disney. No, it was like Hilary Duff, which is probably about 18. It was after Lizzie McGuire. No, she was not 18 because it was super scandalous. Because the oh, prince Chad was... Oh, Chad Michael was, Murray was old? Yeah. Like, he was definitely over 21 and she was definitely under 18. Uh-huh. Chad Michael Murray. He is so weird. But also, I don't know. He was weird. He was an odd duck. Mm-hmm. I did not like him in that movie. I think because his character was just a whiny, like, rich boy who's like, my daddy wants me to have all this money. It's so horrible. And it was like, ah. Oh, yeah. And I think the director, like, brought them into his trailer and was just like, kiss. And they're like, what? And so, like, they had to make out in front of the director in his trailer. In fairness, my theater director in high school tied me to a boy for hours. So. I don't think that's the same level. Yeah, we were, I mean, we're both underage. But like, still, I didn't want. To but an older man, yeah, that was her. in the trailer watching her kiss another older man. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. I don't know. It's so weird. Everything's so weird. Deities yeah. are really weird too. Yeah. Did you know? They're they're super extra. So, I wanted to talk about like working with deities in witchcraft. What? Why are you making that face at me? I got the tea grounds. Oh yeah. Are there any special messages in the bottom? You got a grim in there? Probably. I mean, if I connect the dots, it is. There's not enough tea grounds in it for anything to show. I see a sorting hat. Surprise, you're a Hufflepuff. Who knew? Oh, yeah. I can. No, it looks like um, the um, Nightmare Before Christmas. The little curved mountain thing. Oh, yeah, it does. Oh, it does. <gasps> what does that mean? Is there some it somewhere deep holidays. inside your bone? An emptiness began to grow? You have an emptiness in your bone? Like Jack Skellington? I can recite that movie for you. Don't worry. 
I should definitely look into like reading tea leaves because I see yeah. a whole lot of shit in there. You I, should look into I reading tea leaves. I see a crow. Leaves. Yes. I see it too. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Girl. I think I figured it. I think you done found your thing. Read tea leaves. Oh, that'd be so cool. I want to, I want you to learn how to read tea leaves and then read my tea leaves. Could be a claw. Holy shit. I thought that was bullshit in Girl, here. I have a book on tea reading. Yeah. I'll bring it for you. Wow. <gasps> Ooh, this new fun a, thing. Oh my gosh, that's freaking me out. That's so cool, dude. Because like when they were doing it in Harry Potter, I was like, that's so that's, stupid. Oh yeah, no, it's legit. Now, I don't know. I mean, obviously you can do it with that tea, 100%. Mm -hmm. But I think what you want to do is maybe leave even more tea leaves in the actual tea. But I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't know. You'll have to... Maybe you can do an episode on tea leaf reading one day. Maybe. And I'll do a spooky story. Dun, That'd be dun, cool. Dun. I so want to react. Like, we can we... flip it one day, one week. Ooh, that'll be so fun. Because every time I listen to, um, and that's why we drink, mm -hmm. like, M or um, Christine will go, <gasps> and I'll be like, <gasps> with them. And I'm like, I don't get that reaction yeah. with, the, with <laughs> deities. I mean, deities are cool and everything. Yeah. But there's no, like, shocking information. Yeah, it's not, that ex it's not as exciting as your stuff. That's true. <laughs> but it's more useful for life in general. Yeah. It's, it's, we, you know, we got to do a little bit of like real stuff and then a little bit of fun stuff. It's yeah. like, this is called balance. It's called balance. So when we're working with deities, because witchcraft is not the same as religion, you can actually work with any deity that you want. Okay. At all. Any of them. Because if you've, like, especially, too, when you start looking at other religions and all the other deities and stuff, the amount of things that really would probably be classified as witchcraft is pretty staggering. Like, have you ever been to, like, a Catholic mass? Yeah. And all the stuff that they're doing up there? I mean, I haven't actually. I've been to, like, a, I mean, they've a got, funeral. A well, Catholic yeah. funeral. Well, they've got incenses and oils and they're chanting and they're, you know, it's. It's it's remarkably similar. They literally to a pagan ritual transform right yes. into the body of Christ. Yes, like it is remarkably similar to a pagan ritual, and that's why it's so like when you're working with different deities because it's just it's a lot because you can use witchcraft for any religion. You can use any deity, but. Now, obviously, some religions are like, witchcraft is that, and we're not doing it. But what I think they really mean is worshiping any deity other than ours is bad, and we shouldn't do it. Okay. And that's what I've always felt like. Being a witch is not the same as being a certain religion. Okay. Because I have heard of people who use Christ and Mary as their deities, and they do, like, you know, they'll go out and they'll take a, a nude moon bath and call upon Mary with all their candles. Okay. And instead of calling on Freya or uh, Lilith or any of the other, they'll call upon Mary as their goddess. Okay. And so you can kind of just assign whichever one you identify with or whichever one you want to work with. And then... A lot of people, what they do, obviously, is they go with their family's deities. Yeah, understandable. So like, right. So, like, if you, you did that DNA thing and yes. found out your DNA and were interested in those deities, and, like, that totally works. 
And I think that's a great way to start approaching it, especially if you're interested in working with deities. Because so much of witchcraft is nature-based, you don't actually have to have a deity at all. Well, then it's the moon and the sun or something like that. Right. Yeah. And you would just worship the moon and the sun. But you would not call them goddess or god. Oh, see, I thought the moon was the goddess. Right. Well, she is. Kind of. But like... (laughs) Dina, you lied to me. (laughs) Well, I call her the goddess. I do. But other people, there's... I can't think of the word for it right now. Non-secular witchcraft. Okay. So that's when you just are doing the nature-based. And you're doing like full-on energy and vibes. That's it. You're not praying to someone. You're not calling upon someone for help. Not even ancestors. Because there's ancestral witchcraft. Who you call on your ancestors. Like Mulan. Right. Because like she prayed Mulan. to her ancestors. There's a whole song. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Just like Mulan. Right. And there was a cricket. Yeah. There was a cricket. And then all of a sudden <gasps> they're talking Oh my about- gosh. That's your gma. Their gra- her grandma. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That grandma was so my grandma. When at the end, when she's like, would you like to stay for dinner? And the grandma goes, would you like to stay forever? 100%. (laughs) My grandma would be like, Dina, wear these shorts. They make your ass look great. I'd be like, do you know I am 16 years old? (laughs) We don't need to be doing that. Like my ass is going to look great for a while. Okay. It's okay. (laughs) No, no extras needed. Yeah, it's fine. But yeah, like, so there's ancestral witchcraft, there's non-secular witchcraft. But then if you do want to bring in your deities, ways that you can do it is you can meditate on that deity. Like if you're feeling, feeling called to work with, I'm trying to think of a great deity or a deity that I would, I don't know. I don't really work with deities. I do more ancestral and non-secular myself, but let's say you want to work with Ganesh. Okay. Who is the Hindu God. And he is a remover of obstacles. Got He's it. the elephant with all the arms. Yeah. Ganesh. Ganesha. I can never I can never remember if it's Ganesh or Ganesha, but it's it's Ganesh. Ganesh. Or at least that's all I've heard. Okay, Ganesh. well. we'll and I did like Ganesh. a little deep dive on that one. Cool, cool, cool. But like so say you want to work with Ganesh, he's the remover of obstacles. He's just an all around great dude. You can meditate and then you can I would recommend doing research. You know what I mean? Look up what other people have said about Ganesh. Figure out ways that, like, how do they make offerings to him? You know, how can you make an offering to him? Should you build an altar for Ganesh? Place your offerings there. Is that how you invite him into your magical workings? Because that's what we're doing when we're working with deities. We're not telling them what to do, obviously. They're deities. They're going to tell you to fuck off. But you want to figure out how you can go about inviting that deity in. I, I've always heard that a great way is to build an altar to them and place offerings on that altar for them mm-hmm. of things that they would like. So like Ganesh would probably like fresh fruits. You know what I mean? Place a bowl of fresh fruits on an altar that is dedicated to him. Okay. And stuff like that. And you can invite them into your working and if slash when you feel their presence, ask them to work on your witchcraft with you. You can work your spell that you want their help with on that altar. Okay. Stuff like that. So if that's what you're doing it for, you can pray to them, just like regular religious stuff. But as far as like witchcraft goes, you want to invite them in and you want to be very intentional about inviting them in. Mm-hmm. And they'll respond as they see fit. 
because they're deities and we can't tell them what to do. Yeah. Well, I mean, even just regular Christian churches, mm-hmm. they have worship before they actually have their service. It's, mm-hmm. And that worship is to bring God right into their space. Right. Exactly. So, yeah. so it's the same kind of thing. And it's, it's kind of like, like you said, the goddess and the God and the sun and the moon. If you, if you feel like, and especially if your spell work needs that kind of masculine or feminine energy, it is a good idea to pick one of each mm-hmm. deity. If that's not your vibe, if you don't feel like your magic needs that, go with one. It does not matter. Okay. But if you feel like, like I, I had that book, A Christian Witch. Yes. Where she talked about she had the mother and the son. Okay. And that was her god and goddess. Okay. And it was, she just made Mary the goddess. And that's fine. I'm sure Mary's super down for that. Yeah. And I think the Catholic Church actually does pray to Mary. Yeah. They pray to Mary all the time. So. Okay. Yeah. They just don't talk about Lilith ever. Yeah. Which is another tale for another day. And that is another thing, too. When you're contacting these deities, try to remember what they've been through. So you don't you don't want to contact Lilith with any kind of sideways type shit. Okay. You know what I mean? Because you're inviting something in. And whenever you're inviting something in, you want to be very careful and very intentional. Because anything that you invite in can come in. And if you are like, let me invite you in, Lilith, and chain you up. She's going to be like, ha, now that I'm in here, I'm going to fuck everything up because you're not doing shit to me. So make sure your intentions are correct. Okay. And you're right. Not right. But like, I don't want to say pure. Your intentions are pure? Yes. Your intentions are pure. Like, don't call Ganesh to remove an obstacle that is like someone at work who's doing a really good job and you just want their money. Or Ganesh a family gonna, member. Yeah, right. Because Ganesh is going to be like, yeah, I'm not doing that. As a matter of fact, here's some more obstacles for you to stop you from being crazy. <laughs> okay. So you want to make sure that you're, you know, just like you would with Jesus. Yeah. You know, you don't want to pray to Jesus and be like, ah, Jesus, I really wish that this person would die. And then Jesus will actually, kill you. I feel like people do actually pray that sometimes. I, I'm sure they do. I, and I, I wonder. think, and, but like... Compared to the deities that you're talking about and God the deity, mm-hmm. um, like, your god and goddesses will, like, fuck you up if you have the wrong intention. Yeah. And I feel like with God, he just won't listen to you. Yeah. He just, he'll just be like, I'm going to move on. He's like you. the way chiller god. Compared to, like, like, if you really research into the old god, it's like, I'm sorry, what did you say? And they're like, yeah. They just, yeah, you just had to slaughter everything for them. Yeah. Sorry. Not sorry. And Old Testament God was like that. Yeah. But then New Testament God was just overjoyed with the birth of his son, I guess. He chilled out. He chilled out. No. <laughs> it's like the super judgy people who are young and they're just like, man, moms, they suck. Yeah. They're when I have so kids, boring. Yes. this, that, and the other. <laughs> and then they flip and have kids and then they chill the hell out. They're like, are they alive? Okay, we're great. We're That's great. exactly what happened. God had a kid, and he was like, I better just shut up. Because I actually didn't know anything. My bad. <laughs> uh, I feel like that's how a lot of people are. Yeah. I, I remember, and it's true, though. Whatever you say your kids aren't going to do is exactly what they'll do. Like, I said, all I care about is that I don't have a preemie. I said, as long as he's got ten fingers and ten toes, and he's not born early, 
Everything's great. Well, he had ten fingers and yeah, ten toes. Yeah, he had toes. ten fingers and ten toes. It was three freaking pounds. Little shit. He was like, oh, you said don't do that? I'm going to do that. He got two-thirds of your request. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's it? Yeah. Deities? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's very exciting stuff. Yeah. I'm trying to think. There was something that when you were saying, I was like, oh, it's like this. And now I'm like, did I say it or did I have to hold off for a minute? I think it was the worship thing. I think we're good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because witchcraft and because witchcraft is just like doing things towards manifesting. Mm -hmm. And spell work is like that too. And you can bring deities in, but that, and if that's your religion. Yeah. So you can use witchcraft in any religion if you want to. So if you like meditate mm-hmm. and you've released your meditation to the universe, is that a deity or is that just nature? See, yeah, that is tricksy because I just call it the universe. I don't believe that it's a sentient deity. Yeah. So much as it is just general energy flowing around us at all times. That doesn't necessarily, and I think that it can take the form of deities Mm -hmm. when it wants to, but I don't call it that. I think it's, I think it's like gender fluid. Okay. Right. So I think like when someone's like praying to God, whatever energy is near that person will like be like, okay, I'm God. Yeah. I'll be God. (laughs) Yeah. They take turns. Yeah. Well, I think it's all one kind of giant thing. Yeah. But it can like, like flubber. You can like break off. And go be over here for a minute and be like, I'll be God for you for a minute. <laughs> flubber? Yeah. You know, I like flubber. How it just splits up and there's ten I, flubbers. I know, but like that was totally not the same stuff. And we're all inside flubber. Flubber is a deity. <laughs> yeah, you can pray to flubber. Why not? You could call it flubber. I think you could call it whatever you want. I think you could call it Bob. Bob's a perfect. I think the universe and the energy knows what you're talking about and what you mean and what yeah. you mean. So all those, like, things that's, like, be careful what you wish for. It's not, like, one of those. Like, the universe does know what you want. Yeah. The universe is listening all the time. The universe is like the algorithm. It's like the algorithm. (laughs) It's going to tell you that you want some furniture today? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah, because I talked about furniture, and I'm sure there will be plenty of freaking ads in here now. We've got to have Ikea and Walmart and Mm -hmm. Target and Ashley's and rooms to go. The universe is just like that. If you're like, man, why am I so depressed? And the universe will be like, remember... Remember, <laughs> there's a nightmare, so you remember. <laughs> it's like, okay, right, I know that, universe. It's like, well, you asked the question, so. We were making sure we were on the I same page. I let you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So. I'm so excited. Go. So today. Okay. We're going to be talking about aliens. Yes, I love aliens. <laughs> aliens are my favorite. I love them so much. They're, they're definitely interesting. So, basically, I, we're going to be doing specifically UFOs experiences by politicians. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Ooh. Okay. I'm so, so this is so fun. Here's some basic bitch UFO info. Because <laughs> I was feeling sassy when I was doing these notes. <laughs> so, Florida has the second most UFO sightings after California. I feel like it's all the bases. Or is it all the drugs? Or it could be all the drugs. It could be that too. Because, I mean, you got to think. What do most people think of when they think of Florida and California? Cocaine. Beaches and drugs. 
Yeah, like all those surfer boys are out there stoned off their mind. What, looking up at the sky going, bruh! That a UFO? <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine them all out there on their little boards. Like, dude, gnarly. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I've seen stars that were strobing. Yeah. Because I was high. Yeah. yeah. I've also seen neon green grass and shadows that were purple. That's fun. That was a really high night. Like, I don't, yeah. One time I did acid and I was like rolling around on a golf course. It was the best. Because <laughs> the grass was so soft. Yes. It was amazing. And then some guy peed in my bed. It was really weird. Ew. Yeah, that was less fun than the golf course. So we're going to remember the golf course. Yeah. Okay. But also, don't do acid, kids. People will pee in your bed. Yeah, bad things happen when you do that. Just smoke weed. It's fine. Smoke weed. It's great. Unless you want to do acid. I don't care. Do whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not your mom. <laughs> just just don't do stupid stuff. Like, like don't drive. Yeah. Don't, don't do acid don't and drive. Don't drink and drive. Don't do acid and drive. Yeah. Stay home and Ooh, watch. There was one time I went to Walmart. And I don't remember if we dropped acid before we got in the car to go to Walmart. Or if we did it at Walmart. I don't even remember. <laughs> and so we're going to Walmart. And the person I was with, he was like, holy crap, I feel it. And so we're like, okay, let's go. And so like we hurry up and checked out and we get to the car and I'm, I'm still doing okay. And he's like, I'm going to drive. And then he like literally got in the backseat behind the driver's seat <laughs> and literally had his hands up like, I'm going to drive. And I was like, honey. No, you're not going to drive. Let me just shut the door and we, I will get us home. Because like, thank God almost five minutes away oh my god and so then as i'm driving i'm like oh god it's hitting too because he always took it like 30 minutes before me uh-huh. and i remember we could we couldn't even get out of the car uh-huh. we were laughing so hard <laughs> and then when we were stumbling into the house and then we just we literally sat in the hallway area um of the house for like the rest of the night because we didn't <laughs> feel like moving anywhere like, we were like, hey, we're in the house, we're safe, we're just going to sit here. So, yeah. anyway, that's my answer. Yeah, my mommy always told me, if you're going to do drugs, make sure that you are in a safe place with people you trust. Yep. And that is a fantastic rule. Yeah, I heard that's uh, good for coyote and stuff, too. I think it's good for anything, especially if it's your first time doing True. something. Absolutely make sure you are with people who you trust and you don't need to go anywhere. Like, don't be like, oh, I have a big meeting in 30 minutes. I'll try acid for the first time. That's not a good time. 24-hour window. There. Yeah, you need, a 20, you need to be, like, parked for the night. Yeah. At home or wherever you're going to be. Yes. So. That's our PSA for today. Yeah. We have stories, <laughs> but you should be careful. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so back to UFOs. Yay! <laughs> that may be because of acid dropping. Yeah, we haven't decided. Okay, so as of March 29th. 2023, there have been 7,790 7, reports of sightings in Florida. Like in 2023. 2023. Yeah. Wow. March. Wow. And so in 2019, Congress finally took all these sightings seriously and created a formal reporting system. Um, and I tried to find this reporting system, and all I could find was the National UFO Reporting Center, which is a non-governmental, non-profit corporation. And this was actually founded in 1974, so way before 2019. Yeah. 
So I'm not sure where you can report this, the UFO, your UFO sighting. I wonder if they Congress. mean like if you report it to the police, the police have some sort of way to report it to Congress Maybe. or something like that. You know what I mean? I just, I felt like it was like a Reddit form or something. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder if maybe that's not something that, like, every citizen has access to, but there is a way for, like, higher-ups to report. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I have no idea. Anyway, so that's my basic bitch UFO info. We should ask Will Smith. He would know. I guess maybe. He's a man in black. I mean... He's a man in black. And he killed aliens. So, he would know. Dude, I didn't realize that. He was in two alien movies. Three. I think... Wait, how many men in black were there? Three? There were three men in blacks. So he's been in four alien. Yeah. So I feel like if aliens do come, we just need to send Will Smith. He'll handle it. Maybe. I feel like he's the most qualified, probably. Pretty close to it. <laughs> okay. So the first sighting is Governor Hayden Burns. And this is the story that started the whole rabbit hole. And that's because this happened in Orlando, Florida. Mm-hmm. So Florida politicians i was like let me go down this rabbit hole let me investigate let me deep dive let me not get any sleep (laughs) until 1 a.m um so this happened on april 25th 1966 around 8 52 p.m governor hayden was on the campaign trail and had just left the airport in orlando the pilot saw two bright yellow globes that were side by side These lights stayed with the plane for about 40 miles, and at this time, the plane was flying at the altitude of about 6,000 feet at 230 miles per hour. So they were going pretty fast, and they were pretty high. Yeah. So, Governor Hayden ordered the pilot to turn towards the object, but at this point... Huh? Yeah. Huh? Charge! (laughs) I've been like, uh, no, sir. We are not doing that. I am absolutely not flying this plane towards that unidentified object. Good day. I'll land. (laughs) Well, the pilots were lucky because at this point, the lights appeared to rise and then disappear. Good. So the the lights were like, holy crap, they see us. Let's go. I would have absolutely been like, you know, that's fine. No? Okay. Then no, we're not doing that. Yeah. So Governor Hayden shouted, it's a UFO, which made... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it was literally quoted, like quotation marks and everything. It's, it's a, a UFO! UFO. <laughs> Which made a reporter on the plane look out the window and see it. Um, Governor Hayden later joked, because he has jokes. He said, I told you my campaign would be out of this world. Ah, daddy! <laughs> Did he win? I don't know. Oh my gosh, we need to know. I mean, the aliens endorsed him. <laughs> In a way. So he's the one who's going with Will Smith to meet them. Yeah. I'm gonna That's hilarious. Yeah. Out of this world. <laughs> oh my gosh. They should have done Alien Barbie. I mean, yeah. I, I'm sure there's something like that. No. I think they're like, we have astronaut Barbie. That's good enough. Yeah, but there could have been also an alien. Also, I was kind of surprised. I thought it would have been a little bit cute for them to bring in some other celebrities as like their celebrity version of their dolls. Like, oh, that's Katy Perry. And then Katy Perry would be like, no, I'm Barbie. Maybe. Like, I'm Barbie. I just look like I'm Katy Perry Barbie, but I'm Barbie. Don't call me yeah. Katy. I'm Katy. I'm obviously not Katy. And it would be funny because it is Katy. <laughs> yeah. Anyhow. Yeah. <laughs> Did he win his thing or not? Okay. Well, 
did Governor Hayden Burns win the election in 1966? That's the year my mama was born. Did I mess up? Because I talked nope. too soon. I'm too good. Did he win with the alien support? It would not surprise me if to find out that Florida had been run by aliens since 1966. No, he did not. Ah, oh, nuts. Maybe that's why Florida's having problems. Maybe everywhere else is run by aliens. Maybe. Or maybe people were like, um, he said he saw a UFO. I'm not sure we can trust him. Yeah, I don't know, though. In the 60s? I mean, there were... That's Florida. Florida. Who knows? Um, so along with Governor Hayden... Yeah, Hayden. Mm -hmm. I don't know why that sounded weird for a second. So along with Governor Hayden and his pilots, this UFO was sighted by a Florida Highway Patrol captain... Six staff members, the governor's wife, and four newspapers reporters. Wow. So, a lot of pe- witnesses there. So, traffic controllers in the area said their radar showed nothing near Governor Hayden's plane. But, of course, the skeptics have to say something. <clears throat> so, they say that the UFO that were seen was actually meteorites. And I'm kind of a little confused why these... Skeptics are connecting these mediator mediators <laughs> meteors um, with this UFO, UFO sighting because the meteorite sighting only lasted for five to ten seconds, and oh. this was like a hot minute. It was a hot minute. I thought I wrote down where it was, but I'm not seeing anywhere. You said of forty miles that followed them earlier. Yeah, forty miles. So like. 15 minutes. Yeah, we'll go with 15 minutes. Yeah, because you said they were going like 200 some miles per hour. Yeah, 230. So, yeah. This we'll is say, definitely algebra, and I'm not liking it. Yeah, we'll say 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. So, it's definitely not 5 to 10 minutes. And then the meteorite landed in Long Island Sound, which last time I checked, it was really far away. Like, Florida is really far away from New York. Yeah, I actually Googled how far it is from Massachusetts today, which is closer, I think, than New York. Yep. And it's 20 hours by car. Yeah. So I don't, I know that you definitely don't get to New York in a plane that's going 230 miles per hour in, in 10 to 15 minutes. Yeah, no. So, so that's that story. My next story is actually Jimmy Carter. <gasps> what? Yep. Who used to be our president. But at this point, he was not. So, this happened... He was just old Jim down the road? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he, he was just good old Jimmy. Was it, he was an actor before he was... Or was that Reagan? Reagan. Yeah, Reagan was an actor first. Jimmy Carter's just weird. Reagan is one of these stories, by the oh, way. Oh, yay! Reagan, too! I mean, I'm not saying that part tonight, because... Oh, it's a secret. I have two stories, and then, like... um. I kind of ran out of time to write notes, and I was like, hey, this is seven pages. This is an episode. Yeah. So I'm only doing two people. So Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter. That's where we are. Okay. One evening in 1969, Jimmy Carter, who was not quite yet a governor, so it was a baby Jimmy. Oh, little Jimmy. Little Jimmy. (gasps) Oh. Jimmy. One-eyed creep. One-eyed kitty Jimmy is still not seen. He's living his best life. I know. I think he's laid up somewhere. There's only one road in my town. Like, if he was roadkill, I'd know. Yeah. And anything else, he went out doing what he loved. Yeah. Or he's, like, hung up with some girl. 
He's probably hung out with some girl. Yeah, of course, because Maggie had four babies, so why would he stay around with her? Freaking male chauvinist pig. He does not can off. <laughs> yes. If that's the vibe. <laughs> yes. Like, if he shows back up, I'm going to be like, uh, <laughs> you're going to have to have a real good explanation here, little sir. <laughs> yeah. Dude, yet again, another part of the Barbie movie was, like, when Ken was like, but I'm Ken. Yeah. You're Barbie. Yeah, and she was like, uh-huh. We're Barbie and Ken. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, but we can be Barbie and Ken. Yeah. And he was like, what? He was like, and then, like, for a moment, like, he was like, he was like, but I'm, I'm Beach? And she's like, no. Oh, my gosh. His job was Beach. I loved that so much. What's your job, Ken? Beach? <laughs> There's, like, women on the Supreme Court. See, okay, go ahead with your story, because I can get way into the whole feminism dynamic of that whole movie. It was so <laughs> great, and I loved it so much, and I can't wait to see it again. <gasps> Yawn first. <laughs> so, yeah, Kitty Jimmy yeah, is living his best life. Or he's not kind of. Uh, yeah. Um, but little Jimmy Carter. Yeah. He's not quite a governor yet. He reported seeing a UFO while in Leary, Georgia. Ooh. So while preparing to give a speech at a Lions Club meeting, that when I typed that, I said Lions King, and then I had to like edit because obviously my type my keyboard. I was supposed to say typer. <laughs> my keyboard wants to say Lion King, but anyway, it was a Lions Club meeting. Um, a guest showed Jimmy a strange bright white object that was in the sky. It was as bright as the moon and was about 30 degrees above the horizon. The object moved towards them then stopped, quote, beyond a sand of pine trees some distance from them. I thought that sounded really weird. Um, so I mean, It I'm sounds like a typical measurement in Georgia. Yeah. Over there beyond them pine trees. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, but I'm guessing what that means is it stopped at a line of pine trees that was away from them. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't like right a, up line, on them. a line of pine trees that was right across the street. It was a little bit farther. Yeah. Over yonder. Yeah. <laughs> Over yonder. <laughs> so um, the object also changed colors, blue, red, then black to white, uh, before flying away. The interaction lasted about 2 to 12 minutes. Wow. So, See, older UFO sightings? I feel like, can you imagine how scary that must have been for people? Because now, yeah. like you say, we just chalk it all up to like, oh, it's a satellite. Oh, it's this. Oh, it's that. But like, you know, 60 years ago. Well, they probably thought it was like, cause isn't that during the Cold War era? Yeah, that too. So like, they probably thought it was like. The Russians. The Russians. Yeah. Oh, that's scary. That from the history I've heard it. Could have been the Russians because they were working on some it stuff. It could have been the Russians. That other one could have been the Russians too. True. Freaking Russians. True. I'm so mad at the Russians. Yeah. Wait, was it the Russians or was it the Germans? The Cold War was the Russians. Okay. Yeah, no, the Germans were still licking their wounds from getting their asses handed to them and everyone telling them, no, sir, time out. We do not commit mass genocide. Y'all sit the fuck down. <laughs> Got yeah, it. The 50s and the 60s, I imagine Germany was very quiet. <laughs> They're like, we're just going to come over here. We're just going to hang out and we're not gonna, bother anybody. <laughs> we're just going to work on ourselves. Yes. We're taking some time for us right now. Yeah, because 
What are you going to say? <laughs> yeah. You can't be like, my bad. We're still invited to all the cookouts, though, right? It's like, uh, we need a minute. Yeah. We need some healing time. Yeah. Y'all went all the way off the rails with that shit. Yeah. Okay. So along with Jimmy Carter, there was um, another 10 or 12 witnesses to this event. Um, so trying to get the exact date of the sighting is a little unclear. Uh, because Jimmy didn't file report with the International UFO Bureau. Maybe that's where you are supposed to file your reports. Maybe. Yeah. I didn't also, think- he ain't got no date book. Speech at the Lions Club? Yeah, you think that, like, his secretary would be, someone like... Someone will... Someone knows his what day is there. Yeah. That's silly. Well, they do have something going on about that. They were able to investigate. Didn't file a report with the International UFO Bureau until four years later after the incident. Jimmy said he saw the UFO in October 1969. However, evidence shows that he actually spoke at the Lions Club on January 6th, which was not an infamous date yet. Um, and this was 1969. So there's a little bit of discrepancy there. Yeah. Um, skeptics have issues with the sightings because most of the guests present for the meeting didn't recall seeing a UFO. <laughs> they were just like, I, uh, I don't know. Yet again, <laughs> this is like seven years. Yeah. But I feel like if I had a meeting with a future president, I would kind of remember that. Especially if you had a meeting with a future president and aliens. Yeah. Like, I'm going to remember all of that. That's a whole evening for me. Yeah. You would think, like, that would be kind of... Anyway. Mm-hmm. So, the only guest that does remember anything was Fred Hart. He said he he remembered a blue light in the sky, but thought it was a weather balloon, which sounds like something I would say. Yeah. Uh, in the 60s? Maybe. I feel like that's when the weather balloon stuff was going on. Yeah. So, yeah. Fred Hart... Saw what Jimmy Carter said. Thought it was a weather balloon. Thought it was a weather balloon. That's something I would probably say. It's a totally different story from Jimmy Carter's story, though. Um, At this point, Jimmy Carter kind of backtracks a little and says that when he said UFO, he didn't actually mean alien spacecraft. He actually meant the actual um, unidentified flying object. Right. And he said he figured it was probably a military aircraft from a nearby base, but didn't sound anything like a helicopter or a plane or anything that he has ever heard. Yeah. Um, so UFO debunkers say that on January 6, 1969, Venus was near its maximum brightness. And I almost said Maximus. <laughs> uh, maximum brightness and in the direction described by Jimmy. Jimmy counters that he was an amateur astronomer astronomer and knew that and knew what Venus looked like I know what Venus looks like y'all and and the thing is like Venus doesn't look red yeah so I'm pretty sure Mr. Jimmy Carter would have been able to see it like figured it out so this last debunking is something I can more follow And it's based locally, so I'm definitely for that. So, the report, U.S. Space Science Program Report, COSPAR, COSPAR, Uh 1970, documents that there was a barum cloud launched from Eglin Air Force Base 
which is located in Fort Walton Beach, a.k.a. near us. That's like literally across the river from me. Yep, exactly. I hear them shooting all the time. Yep. And it released on January 6, 1969 at 7.35 p.m. The reported altitude of this cloud was 152 kilometers, which is a little bit more than 94 miles, with the distance between Leary, Georgia, and Eglin Air Force Base. So, a natural barom cloud would initially glow bluish or greenish, with parts of it taking on a reddish glow. Oh. As some of the barium becomes ice... Wait, oh my gosh, science word now. We were doing math, now we're doing science. Ionized. 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 Yeah. At the high altitude sunlight. So, that last theory, I think... <laughs> This sighting has been debunked. Yeah. I definitely think it was this sighting yes. from Eggland Air Force Base. I agree. And because, like, you know, like I said, they were estimating that it would be 33 miles above the horizon. He was saying it was 30 miles over the horizon. And to be honest, it was also seven years before he reported it. So I'm not exactly sure. You know what would not surprise me? If we discovered microscopic aliens. Like germs? Like germs. But, like, they have their own little bitty tiny microscopic spaceships. So, like a whole ass, like humans, just infinitely smaller than humans. So, the magic school bus. Yes. Yes. With little aliens on it. Yes. Exactly. Team tiny. You can't even see them. I'm not sure I like that idea. Well, wouldn't that be like, what are we going to do about it? They could get into our ears. No. Yeah. Oh. Take over our brains. Nope. That would be really great. And also, like, we could just put them all in a little bubble. Like the Who's on a snowflake. Yeah. They're aliens. The Who's are aliens. Okay. We'll go with that. It's not. It's a fact. Okay. The Who's are aliens. We'll go with it. I've decided. But that's how I think aliens. Did they have, like, weird shaped heads? Yeah, because they're aliens. Yeah. Hell yeah, they're aliens. Yeah. But I think think it would just be such a, like, anticlimactic moment. To find out that aliens are literally, like, the size of a germ. Or what if they're, like, Ant-Man and go really big or really small? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That'd be crazy, too. They're Ant-Man. But that, like, wouldn't that suck? All these people, like, all these alien movies with all these big, scary aliens. And it's, like, actually, you can squish them like a bug. They're the size of an ant. Yeah. It's fine. Or they'll climb into your brain and kill you. Let's not hope for that. Dun, dun, I'm just going to hope that they're going to be nice and they're just going to be a whole bunch of Hufflepuffs and they're just going to be like, hey, we're just here to chill and we'll be like, cool. And then, like, of course, the government would take over and be like, let's dissect you. I know. I, I also really kind of love the poetic justice of humans getting taken over by aliens because humans are so bad about taking things over. And it would be like, I don't I obviously I don't want that to happen. I think in one of those other episodes, you have said that you did. Okay. Well, I mean, it wouldn't be the worst thing that ever happened. I think that's exactly what you said in the last episode. (laughs) But I just, I feel like it would just be really full circle for humanity to get taken over. Well, Because it's like, wow, doesn't that suck? Doesn't that suck, humans? That's what we've been doing our whole lives. Right. And that's why we should get taken over Mm. as punishment. I didn't do it, though. I know you didn't do it. I'm just saying. I would love that for humans. I would love for there to be a machine that can sort out the narcissist 
out of the population and be like, you know, let's just take these guys off. You guys get Antarctica to live on. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Pretty much. Enjoy the penguins. Bye. 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 That would be great. That'd be like flipping Survivor. I know. They would all just gaslight each other into thinking they're warm, though, and they'd be fine. (laughs) (laughs) They'd be like, you're not cold. Like, oh, okay, cool. Don't you see this fire here? It's yeah. It's warm. You're so ridiculous. You're just so ridiculous with all your feelings of cold. That's not even true. <laughs> that would be hilarious. There's not even anything that is cold. Yeah. That's not ice. What are you talking about? It's not ice. That's a Boston Terrier. It's not a penguin. <laughs> you're nuts. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Okay, so we're close. Okay. 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 So, thank you for joining us. You can catch us here every Monday where we will continue to talk about true crime, paranormal, metaphysical, and new age shit while getting high. Next episode is part two of this alien and politician sighting. So, make sure you come back for that. I'm excited. Uh, We also have an Instagram, the Spooky Stoners Podcast. That is stoners with three Zs at the end. If you would like to contact us about your personal true crime or paranormal story... Um, I actually have not been checking our emails for, like, the last two weeks. Oh, snap. I'm pretty sure we have nothing in there. Um, but I'm, I'm going to send six emails back to back to back just to annoy you. I'll be like, can you send me a quote for this customer? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm like, Don't even talk you, about that place right now. Oh, my gosh. While I was on my vacation this weekend, I sent Dina pictures of me in the greenhouse at Epcot. And she's like, why are we talking about plants? Yeah. I was like, but it's Disney, so it's I cool was the plants. same way, though, at Bush Gardens. Oh, I was were you like, taking pictures? No, we, we drove by their, like, backstage area, mm-hmm. kind of, in the Uber on the way there, and I could see their greenhouses back there, and there were, like, three or four banana plants that looked like shit, and I was like, who the hell? Hey, your banana plants are not doing good back there. <laughs> and then my sister was like, Dina, nobody cares. I was like, you're right. Nobody cares. And then I sent you pictures, and you're like, stop it, Lindsay. Yeah, we're not talking about work. Trying not to care. I'm going to put that in our little group chat tomorrow at work. Oh, that we have trouble being oh, around no, plants? No, I'm going to do pictures of me being in the oh, greenhouse. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you should. I wish I could have, like, done the tour and, like, been like, that's a business expense. I mean, yes, it's just. Yeah, I'm going to need you guys to pay for that. Thanks. I need you to pay for it so I can look at plants. Yeah. <gasps> we should totally get them to pay for us to go to the Disney Flower Festival. <gasps> yes! That would be such... We should say, listen, we're pitching it as a group on exercise. Totally. And take... Yeah. Okay. I like this idea. We'll flesh it out. Offline. Okay. Um, if you'd like to contact us... Yeah, I think I said this. About your true crime or paranormal story. Or if there's a subject you would like us to cover, you can email us at the Spooky Stoners Podcast at gmail.com. I will eventually get to it once my life calms down a little bit. And stoners in that is also spelled with the three Z's. So we will see y'all next Monday. And in the meantime, keep smoking spooky stoners. Bye, Barbie.